Hi, I'm Tiffany Patlin, host of the Tiffany Talks Health and Wellness Podcast, where I discuss tools, tips, and techniques to heal your mind, body, and soul. I am on a godly mission to heal the world. Thanks for joining me for today's amazing episode with Irene Vaxberg, who is an author on a mission to inspire others to not give up hope. Irene, I love your story, and it's an honor to have you on, and I would love for you to just give us a little bit of your backstory. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much, Tiffany. I'm so honored to be here with all of you and be able to share my story so my name is Erin Vagsberg. I was born originally in former Soviet Union. I am 54 years old. I have two children, four grandchildren, two ex-husbands, <laughs> and maybe on a mission for a third one. I don't know. It's still debatable, but you know, I'm open. Um, and um, I, I'm living my best life. I've always lived my best life. I've never worked a day in my life. I've been a hairdresser for 39 years. I knew that I was going to be a hairdresser at 11. I built an incredible business as a single mother, pretty much. And, uh, you know, I've lost it, gained it. You know, life throws curves into your journey. And that's what makes it so special, right? Those curves unknown. Yes, it's a struggle, but it's also a gift. That's where we discover ourselves. And we appreciate the beautiful times that we do have when things are going great. It's almost like a gift. You are like a celebration moment when things are going great, but we only appreciate them when things are not going so great so true and um you know i have both i have the most incredible memories of my life i know it sounds weird but they keep me going and then i have really awful like all of us right you know and what i've learned is the darkest moment becomes a brighter light and the things that we think buried us actually planted us and yeah I tear up because that's where I was 12 years ago. I was living mm. my best life and I was going to go home and celebrate my birthday, but a person fell asleep behind the wheel and she burned us and that beautiful life as I knew was over. And, you know, I just said memories, the beautiful memories, that's what keeps you going, right? Remembering them and somehow holding onto them to get through this difficult moment. Um, and I'm gonna contradict myself a little bit, but there's a point to it. <laughs> Those difficult moments that I was in, the beautiful moments was a struggle to remember because 
in that car accident, I lost myself. I lost the business that I built as a single mother. Mm. Um, so $100,000 working four days a week, it was gone. Um, my mindset for the first time was gone. Those beautiful moments didn't mean anything. Um, I could not see beside or beyond that darkness that I was living. Chronic pain is no joke. Mm-hmm. And until you experience, and I don't wish anyone to experience chronic pain, we don't understand it. I didn't understand it until I understood. And depression is a difficult place to be, and I didn't understand it until mm-hmm. I lived it in a, such darkness that five years ago I prayed to die because I could not anymore live in my broken body that shaped for hours, spasm for hours that I need a morphine drip in order to stop that doctors, not all, but a lot of them, even the best of them did not know what to do with me, did not have any more options for me except epidurals and cortisone shots and hip injections and sympathetic nerve blocks and Vicodin and Norco Oxycontin and I can go on and on and things that I can't even pronounce. So I lost myself and I had to find myself. And through that difficult moment, finding myself, I found hope. I found the mission and purpose and passion to inspire other people, no matter the difficult moment in your life, to say that a thousand last prayer, to take that thousand last <laughs> steps, small or crawling or tippy-toeing, we have to fight, even though it's so difficult. And you probably, if you relate to me, you know, you understand that it's so de- liberating. I, think, I don't know if I'm pronouncing the word correctly, but it's so difficult living in that struggle mentally physically and emotionally when doctors go oh it's in your head oh do this and do that you know here's another pill and you know there's there's no support and i'm not saying all i'm talking about pain management right they only know what they know and what they don't know sadly they take away at least for me they took away my hope Mm. it's it's not easy for me to be hopeless and I've been in some difficult moments in my life that I've never lost hope, even though I should have. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. you know, I see the glass overflowing, even though it's empty a lot of the times. That what made me able to prevail and, you know, move forward and succeed in life as a single mother. I'm sure if you're listening, single mothers, you get it. You understand it. We, we're all to our children. And plus, we have still goals and needs and hopes and dreams to accomplish. Yeah. And it was hard. And the other difficult moments, I might have lost my mindset, but I had financial means to be able to find help, right? Like to pay for therapy, to hire someone, to have a conversation with the professional here, there was nothing. Like my business was crumbling, my health was crumbling. I felt the burden to my daughter. I missed out on years and years of seeing my parents because you know, I didn't want them to see me in that brokenness, especially when I began shaking and mm-hmm. I did not want them to see. Even sometimes they did see it. It was hard. My father was already had a heart condition and I didn't want to add to it. But 
five years ago, I prayed to go. And then this little voice kept on saying every one more prayer. I'm like, I've prayed for five years. I can't do it anymore. I'm done. Like, I don't want to be a burden to myself or my daughter. Mm -hmm. And, you know, 12 years old, 13 years old has to dress you, undress you, rub you, put medicine on you, watch you go to emergency room and uh, ambulance. It's not a lot. I thought, you know, if I go, she'll cry, but at least she won't cry every day, you know? Whew, I shared this story all the time. It still gets me. Yeah, it's, it's could, difficult. Yeah, I couldn't even fight for my daughter. I have two of them and grandchildren. I just didn't see that. Like, I didn't want to be burdened for them. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. It really no. is like it's. It, Never it, it apologize was, for a feeling. Never apologize. Is, it's a beautiful thing to have emotions. And this emotion is actually a happy tears because i feel like when i show this it let i let go and give yeah. someone out there that suppressing this mm. right? yes yes Allow you to feel it all of it and it's okay yes. to there's such a thing tears of joy i feel like i've gone through it and this is tears of me celebrating me and my message to celebrate you that if I did it, you can do it too. So yeah, let's cry together. Yes. Let's celebrate. Yeah, let's celebrate because God got me. I didn't have him. I lost faith in all of it, but I sat there and I prayed to go. And that little voice, the higher power, whatever that is for you, it's there. It's waiting for you. I don't know what made that prayer different. Maybe because I kind of surrendered and I said, I can't do this. You make the decision which way my life is going to go. And let me tell you, I'm just beginning understanding what that last prayer meant. It's just evolving as I share my story consistently. This moment of like gives me goosebumps because- Me too. <laughs> you know, in the moment I didn't understand, I was just sending a prayer and you know, again, I'm a strong human being and I don't give up so easily, but like I didn't give up, I surrendered. And actually that little word, it's another little word, it's a big word for me surrendering is giving up, you know? Surrender meaning you're at war and you say, okay, I'm, I'm surrendering, but it's not. It's actually letting go. And, yes. and I had to understand that, you know, English is my second language. So the meaning to me was like, you're weak, you surrendered, you mm -hmm. gave up. I'm like, yeah, maybe I give up, but I'm not giving up. <laughs> right. I can have a whole po a podcast on that one word because it's so <laughs> powerful. It is. Every, every time I share it, it was, it's just like, oh my God, like, it's a I own it I didn't I mean it's not surrendering giving up it's surrendering to ask for help and it's very difficult for me to do it so, so I prayed very specific drug-free non-invasive no chemicals no side effect affordable and if it's a business it has to have a mission purpose and passion and it's about others not the bottom line and mm. God answered every single way and he just answered another prayer part of the prayer i can like i can go on and on and on and you know something if you're living in chronic pain you know we've made peace with our chronic pain we made peace that this is kind of how 
we're going to be. It's not that we want to be, but we kind of, we have to find some sort of peace with our bodies that are not moving and not physically able to do the things they used to do because the like disappointment of trying another thing that doesn't work is more painful mm-hmm. than the pain that we live in. And, and when this gift arrived to me, like I call it my magical socks from God, because I prayed and God answered, I ignored it for four months because I didn't want to be disappointed. And this magical thing that came to me out of the box changed my life and gave me that mission, that purpose, the passion. It gave me back the broken pieces healed, the deeper healing that I can't even explain to you in one 30 minutes. You know, and I realized that I wasn't buried. I was planted for something so much bigger. Wow. So much more powerful than my, my hairdressing was powerful. Behind, in my chair, it wasn't just about the haircut. It was about mind, body, and soul. We had deep conversations. We cried. We laughed. We rejoiced. We got divorced. We got married. <laughs> I, I felt like I had interferes with my customers. <laughs> <laughs> that connection. It, it, you know, it's a connection because it wasn't just a haircut. In my chair, it was a family. You, you sat in my chair. We, it was just like one beautiful... Pe- people dancing randomly in my chair. There was That came into my chair. There was a purpose for them, for me, and I'm for them. So, and here I am. And, you know, if it wasn't for that car accident, I would never met, met you and hundreds and thousands of people that I've met in the last 12 years that have added so much into my life, so much power, so much knowledge, so much love and care and support. So you're not buried. Listen to me, you're not buried. You are planted and the seeds are going to grow. You just have to lean into that pain, understand it, forgive it, let it go. Yeah, forgive the pain and the person that hurt you. And also, mm. depending on the situation, forgive yourself for allowing it. But that's another, that's a whole other conversation. That's powerful. I'm so glad that you yeah. said that and touched on that because that's huge. That's yeah. part of your mental health and it's part of, I believe, your spiritual health to yes. forgive, like you said, not just the other people or perhaps yourself, depending on the situation. Yeah. So thank you for touching on that because that's huge. And I love what you're saying that even though everything seems dark, you feel like you're buried. But you're not. You've just been planted. That means you're still growing and you have yet to blossom, right? Into everything that that God has created you to be. And like you said, if you had not gone through that, you wouldn't be in the space that you're in right now. That is beautiful. Can you share a little bit more about, well, actually, I'd like to know, you talked about that moment of hope. What, what was the first thing that you would tell other people to focus on? Like when, if they're there in that dark place, what would be the number one thing that you would say to them? Somebody's listening to this right now and they're, they feel buried. What was the first thing, action, the step that they could take to get out of that? Don't ever stop praying. Even if, even if you don't believe in it, right? Go back to the place where the prayer was answered quicker. 
right? Go back to a situation. I had to do that too. Remember how I began those memories mm -hmm. of that beautiful life that I lived, that struggle that I've been through, and I came onto other side. Those memories got me through it. So those little tiny steps, and I don't like this phrase, fake it into make it, but I had mm -hmm. to visualize a light that I didn't see. Wow. Like I had to visualize and it got tiring. And then when doctor says there's no light to see, how do you see that light? But I prayed. I never stopped praying. I just didn't really truly believe it full heartedly. So mm -hmm. don't ever stop praying consistently. You know, if you, like I say, if you don't have any more faith, pray, right? If you can't pray, just somehow go deep, deep, deep inside and pull that faith out of you. I had to go deep down inside to say that last prayer and look where I am. So hope without prayer, maybe not as strong, right? And praying without hope, maybe not as strong either. So you almost have to do both, even like casually. I don't know how else to explain. I prayed casually. I'm like, it makes me feel good. No one is listening, but it makes me feel good. So it kind of gave me hope by praying, even though I didn't believe it. It's hard to explain. But well, I don't they, understand. they <laughs> say that there's power in prayer. So yeah. God's hearing you. And I'm sure he understands a person who feels so broken that it's so challenging for them to believe. But to just for God to just hear you at your worst, still pray. I believe he's going to reward you. He's going to hear you. He's going to give you that, that um, strength that you need little by little. Cause it almost yeah. seems like that's what happened with you. Cause the next thing that followed was you surrendered, right? Yeah. 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 And I also just not prayed for myself. I prayed for others. And I said, if you mm. grant me this incredible gift, that's miracle that doesn't exist. I said it because I, I said, blah, 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 blah. This is what I need. Blah, blah, blah. And I've said it many times over, but I don't know what made this one different. I said, I promise I will share it every single day loudly and proudly. So maybe I made that more clear that it's not just about me. So mm -hmm. when I start sharing this story, I couldn't share it because I didn't know how to, because it's a message from God, but it's also a tool that I have. And I know that people had to buy it. Right. And I said, but I know I promised God. And so mm -hmm. I did it the same way. When I prayed, I prayed for others also, not just for myself. So I did it for others. And now it became part of me. Right. Oh. This is one now. Yes. I have this tool and yes, I, you have to purchase it per se, but you just have to learn about it. Like, it's not like buy this, learn about it, right? Because God gave it to me and I promise that I'm going to share in any way possibly I can. So have hope, maybe not for yourself right away, right? But for others. So, you know, I feel maybe I prayed for others also. And I, I mean, you can sit here and wonder, but I'm here in a wonderful wonder moment. <laughs> yes, selfless prayer. That's the answer when yeah. you... When something bad happens and you're just in that pit of darkness and you just feel like there's no hope and you feel like you can't even bring yourself to pray for yourself, pray for others, yep. pray for the world, pray for the children in this world, whatever you can do. I love that selfless prayer. And yeah. Oh, 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 you just gave me goosebumps. <laughs> See, I think, I, that's, 
and another podcast two years ago with the surrender. Now you just said, yes, endless prayer. Yeah, 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 for others. Yeah, absolutely, because I just didn't pray for me. I prayed for a miracle for a million people. They were in my position, literally slowly dying in our chronic pain. <laughs> oh, I love that so much. And the fact that, I mean, you went through an accident, depression, anxiety, you know, the doctors who couldn't give you answers. You had all of those meds. You know, um, weren't you even, um, you were ready to like be done living at one point, weren't you? Like you had those suicidal thoughts? Oh, a hundred percent. That's what I prayed for. Take me away. I'm done. I mean, I had medicine set up, you know, when you have Vicodin and Orcon, Oxycontin and bottles of vodka and tequila. It's like, well, what is the fastest way? And I prepared my daughter and that hurt me even more. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I can't, I don't know. I probably gave her lots of anxiety and i'm sure she's do you know <laughs> poor thing poor thing yeah but you know look she she has empathy for others so this lessons and everything do i feel yes. bad that she had to go through this in young age yes but it's a lesson for her too and she's a beautiful human being she's empathetic she is love and she takes care of others and maybe too much and sometimes like you know <laughs> selflessly but it's her journey it's her journey she she had to be with the mother that struggled and she learned patience she learned unconditional love right yeah and she she learned that life is not perfect that there's obstacles that we have to get through it's it's a gift that you showed her how Somebody could be to that degree, that's so low that they're praying for their life to end and how to rise above it. Yes. That is a gift, actually, that you gave her. She had a front row seat and she was able to witness that. And now she sees you in all your glory, this wonderful, powerful woman who's using her voice and her testimony to help other people. You know, you're keeping your promise to God. And it's like a beautiful union. And I think it is so beautiful. Oh, I love just, what you're doing. I get just for this. <laughs> I didn't think it was so, I mean, it's always emotional, but like, this is super. <laughs> They're happy tears. We're celebrating. Come <laughs> cry with us, happy tears. No, it's, it's true. I mean, well, you know, again, right? Through difficult moments, we find strength and power and healing and a deeper level, and we inspire others to rise up, right? That knowing that it's going to be okay, right? 99.9% .9 of the time. It's going to be okay. And, you know, just be patient with yourself. Be kind to yourself. And it's Friday, you know, and I dress up and I put makeup on and I celebrate myself. And I need yes. you to be able to celebrate yourself exactly where you are. Even in that chronic pain, there's still so many blessings. I know it's hard to see them. But if you got up today and you put your slippers on and you walked into the bathroom and brush your teeth, and that's all you did today, a person in chronic pain or a person that's in depression or anxiety, celebrate that because in life we wait for this big, powerful month. I bought a car. I bought a house. Mm. I got a promotion. Forget about that. Without the little steps, you can't get there. And to wait till you celebrate that big step, you miss out on the work that you do it as the little step. And my platform, every Friday, I tell people, please celebrate the 
baby steps that you have taken forget about the big ones that's me that's come for another 10 years and you're waiting to celebrate that moment but you're missing all of the hard work that you're doing that's gold that is gold right there celebrate all the little steps you're right if you think about it a little kid they don't they don't become born and then become an adult. There's all those little tiny steps. So there's no such thing as a celebration too small. If it matters right. and it's so important to you, then you celebrate it. I love that you focused yep. on that. Yep. Can, you, can you share with us like all the ways that you're helping to inspire other people? So through my words, through my action, I show up every single day everywhere. And I encourage people to celebrate themselves like what you think is that stopping you and actually making you more stronger and i'll explain me speaking english with an accent or sometimes i stumble with the words and i come up with my own <laughs> what makes me special yeah. right what i i never thought i could speak like this like public speaking was like, oh my God, like I can, people won't understand, but I, what I learned, it's a gift because now people have to listen a little closer, right? Ooh, lean because in. I may, when I speak really fast, the accent sometimes comes out really uh, thicker, right? So mm -hmm. I want you to celebrate those imperfections that you think they're imperfection, they're actually perfect, right? I encourage people to step out of fear into the power and the, who cares if you don't know all the steps, right? B by action, I cannot spell to save my life. Like if, if I ever got kidnapped and the ransom was spelling, <laughs> my joke, I would be dead a hundred times over. There's no ransom. I have run-on sentences. I have, I don't know, no capital words. I don't know where the, I, I don't know. English is my second language. I, I'm not a great writer and I haven't, I only started writing maybe 15, 16 years ago, but I show up and I still send my message, right? And it's okay if people don't understand and i'm you know because i practice every single day i'm getting bad and people are like who's writing for you me and like almost people don't want me to get better because they love however i do it and it's not perfect and and i show by action right it's not perfect but the message is loud and clear giving up is not an option baby steps better than no steps right yes. the glass is absolutely empty and you've been through hell and back and maybe you're not back yet but keep on going yes so it's showing up it's by my imperfection of language or writing and just kind of thinking out of the box right G going let's go like let's go walk on the wild side a little bit why does it have to be so perfect i tell people to throw away to-do lists we have too many anyway mm, yes that's no, there's a lot of truth in that right? to-do lists so i tell people lead from the heart not from a to-do list if you are aligned in your mission purpose and passion you don't need a to-do list cool. you get up in the morning and you know exactly what you need to do wow right you are such a bright light. Thank you. I know you also have um, some books, right? You want to tell us a little bit about yeah, those? So, oh my God, the books, the books. That's like a dream come true to be, uh, to write about my story. Um, so COVID began and I was invited to participate a hundred women of 
discovering through COVID, you know, how we coped and what we lost and the lessons that we learned. So that that book was in the UK. I was one of the 100 book uh, people in the book. So that was, and if you ask me the name, I don't can't remember at this moment. It's been about uh, losing your... Uh, I, well, once I, they follow you, they'll yes, be able to get that information. I'm sorry. I, it's been a while. I can't remember the name of the book. Something to do with COVID. Terrible. I know. Terrible not knowing my own book. But the other one is called Unstoppable. Um, and my um, and my chapter is also called Unstoppable. So it was about how I was stopped by the car accident mm. and how I became unstoppable by God, <laughs> like, yeah, you need to be unstoppable. You really so, are. So thank you. So those are two books that I have and I'm in it and chapter and it's, it's really beautiful. I couldn't do it without my daughter because, you know, I can't spell to save my life and there's a protocol. <laughs> but you're still doing it. And, and I still- feel like that's going to, that in itself is inspiring. You're just like a ball of inspiration. That's what you just exude. So I don't know about you listeners, but I'm inspired. You have just inspired me just by listening to you because you're just full of so much bubbly energy. And there is definitely a light from God that is shining down upon you. Thank you. I thank you so much for coming on today. And before I let you go, do you have uh, maybe one last statement or a favorite quote that you would like to leave our audience with today. And I'm going to go back to that one. It's my favorite one. Um, I When I do lives every morning and I always say to my people that are watching is wherever you are is just a moment. And it's a beautiful moment. Celebrate yourself. Celebrate yourself that you did it, that you overcame and, you know, and share it and share it. Make sure you share it. Your story matters. You matter. Your struggle matters. Your pain matters. Giving up is not an option. And, you know, you were not buried. You've been planted. Oh, thank you so much, Irene. It was such a joy to have you on today's episode. Thank you, Tiffany. I'm so honored. I appreciate you so much and all of the listeners. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye for now.